Are your habits working? Are you seeing the results you want? Or are you in need of a disruption? The common adage that if it ain't broke, don't fix it, misses the second part. If it's not working, break it and begin again smarter this time around. This is the 5AM Miracle, episode number 517, Rhythm of Success, Building a System of Predictable and Profitable Habits. Good morning and welcome to the 5AM Miracle. I am Jeff Sanders and this is the podcast dedicated to dominating your day before breakfast. My goal is to help you bounce out of bed with enthusiasm, create powerful lifelong habits, and tackle your grandest goals with extraordinary energy. In the episode this week, I'll break down why a disruption is so beneficial, how to assess whether or not you need a massive disruption in your life and work, and how to create a new system of predictable and profitable habits. Let's dig in. Michael Hyatt, the well-known author, speaker, and founder of Full Focus, once said that he follows the advice of, if it ain't broke, break it anyway. That attitude and model is one that's based on disruption. And sometimes we need that. Sometimes we need to blow up our lives and businesses and rebuild them. However, I'm not really a fan of breaking things that are actually working now, but I do understand the desire to start over, to pivot, and create something brand new. This week on the podcast, we are tackling the topics of disruption, habits, systems, predictability, and ultimately, the profits and results that stem directly from our repeated efforts. The episode this week is going live on January 1st, 2024. This is a new year. This is a new opportunity. This is something that, for all intents and purposes, most people get super excited about. Right? A new year is, by definition, new. It's an opportunity. It is something amazing to take advantage of. I generally don't care about New Year's. I generally don't care what the calendar says. I've given this speech before, so I'm not going to rehash this a thousand times over, but I will make the point pretty clear that blowing up your life on purpose or maybe accidentally can happen at any time. And if you want to start over right now, today, regardless of the date on the calendar, you can do so. If a disruption is what's required right now, today, make it happen today. We're going to break down the details of that in just a minute, but let me just say that the date on the calendar is not a thing that matters. Sometimes it's symbolic. Sometimes it's random. Sometimes it just means nothing and you just move forward anyway. So please don't let the date on the calendar stop you or prevent you from making the moves you need to make. If today is your day, today is your day. Okay. So now let's dig into this rhythm of success and building a system of predictable and profitable habits. And honestly, the core of this entire system starts with disruption. It's the thing I've just been talking about, and we're going to dig into that a lot more. Specifically because if your goal is a new system, a better system, a better life, a better set of routines and rhythms, and ultimately results, well, that's going to come from one thing change. 
change is the core of this and disruption well it's like the granddaddy of change it's like the big thing that causes the most change whether you are looking for it or not sometimes it finds you and sometimes you are the one that actually brings it about either way change is disruption disruption is change and both of them can lead to phenomenal results if we're intentional if we allow ourselves to lean into that season and get the most from it. Having said that, I think that if you've heard this podcast in the last couple of months, uh, you have heard that I've been going through massive change myself. Um, I have not discussed in detail what that change includes, uh, but you will be hearing a lot about that very soon. But one of the things that I've personally been going through uh, in my business and in my personal life, uh, my health, like all these different areas has been disruption. It's been changing my systems on purpose, blowing things up that just aren't working. So let's discuss disruption. Let's discuss what it is, why it's beneficial, and how you can get the most from it as you build your own new system of predictable and profitable habits. So what is disruption? I thought a lot about this for the episode because this is a concept that's been on my mind for a while. And the first thing that I thought of is that disruption is a surprising turn of events. It's a plot twist, a shakeup, a sudden move in a new direction. Ultimately, it's a massive pivot where you're doing things differently. You're stopping one thing to do another. You are potentially breaking something on purpose in order to fix it, repair it, improve it. But really, you are tearing down an old model because that old model no longer works. And sometimes... Sometimes, disruption can be thinking wildly outside the box to create something, well, something wildly imaginative, something brand new that has never existed before. Disruption can be both positive and negative. It can be a massive force. It is, by definition, a massive pivot. But whether or not the results from that disruption are positive or negative, it depends on a lot of factors. But oftentimes, as I've seen, disruption and the results that stem from it depend on you. It depends on your response. It depends on your choices when the disruption takes place. Now, let's go to the second point here, which is that the, the nature of disruption is volatile, right? It's a plot twist. It's a shakeup. It's a sudden move in a new direction. Sometimes it's voluntary. Sometimes it's not disruption can come about without your consent. And that's one of the challenges that we all face in life. You know, one of the things that disrupted my life about 10 years ago was that the company I worked for went bankrupt. And all of a sudden, overnight, I was without work. It was at that moment that I decided to become a full-time entrepreneur. Now, that was a massive, important season of my life. It was a very pivotal moment in my life. It was a disruption that I did not choose. Now, it just so happens I had a side business going and decided to ramp that up and make it my full-time thing. And luckily, I've managed to keep that business alive for the last 10 years. That disruption, though, was not voluntary. I didn't choose it. In large part, yes, I wanted there to be a change of events at some point. And for me to go full-time as an entrepreneur, that was my goal. But I wasn't ready. That wasn't the time I chose. That wasn't the moment I was looking for. But it found me. And when it did, I had a choice. 
do I pivot or do I not? Do I take advantage of this opportunity that just popped up or do I not? It's not an easy decision. I can't speak for anyone else or even for myself 10 years ago on whether or not it was the right choice. Uh, hindsight is 2020, obviously. But that doesn't mean that in the moment I knew what was going to happen. I didn't. Change and disruption, sometimes it's not our decision. But sometimes it is. And what I've realized is whether you are disrupting your life on purpose or life is disrupting you and the change is thrust upon you, the end result is the same, which is that something new is going to happen. That's the opportunity. That's what this is. Disruption is opportunity. I've discussed in this podcast hundreds of times how my favorite quote in the entire world comes from Albert Einstein, in the middle of difficulty lies opportunity. That applies to nothing else more than this. It applies at its highest level to this. Disruption and a massive change in your life and in your business, it forces change upon you. It forces opportunities to be seized. Because without it, well, it's just destructive. Disruption by its nature is destructive in the sense that it's tearing down the old systems, but all that does is open the doors for new systems, new ones, better ones, opportunities, amazing new things to pursue. So let's get to those benefits, specifically the benefits of disruption. Yes, the first and most important one are the opportunities that come from those difficulties. You can also solve old problems. You can generate new ideas. You can significantly increase your results or profits. Uh, from my perspective, you can spice up a boring routine. You can breathe life back into yourself or your business or career in a healthy and refreshing way. You can make old things new again. Expand opportunities and possibilities to guarantee a more successful future. You know, you have the opportunity to rise to the level of challenge that presents itself in the disruption. This is a concept that I have been thinking about a lot, which is that when a difficulty shows up, whether you chose to embark on this journey voluntarily or not, the challenge is still the challenge. And you have a choice of whether to rise to the level of that challenge that's there now. In the past, I've done things like marathons and ultramarathons which is a prime example of a voluntary challenge, right? Nobody forced me to do it. There was no gun to my head that says, Jeff, you've got to run, you know, a 50-mile ultramarathon go. Thankfully, that never happened. But because it was voluntary, the, the mentality behind it, the reason for doing it was different. But the work to do it, the actual training, the long hours, the many, many days and weeks and months of training to lead up to a big event – it's the same. It's the same work. It's the same thing to do. The why behind something is extremely important. It is. But if the end result is the same, that your life is going to change, you're going to blow up your system either way, you're going to become someone new either way, you may as well do it now. That mentality has stuck with me, especially in my current season of change and disruption, which is that whether or not I was going to disrupt my life voluntarily later or do so now, whether it happens with or without my consent, disruption and change are part of the process. You may as well do it now. You may as well rise to the level of the challenge now. 
this is the moment, right? This is the point. This is the opportunity. It is now. So yeah, you could do things like spice up a boring routine by blowing up with a new one. That's fine. Boring routines being blown up is a good thing. I'm all for that, right? Change in that sense is good. But what I'm really talking about here are massive, ambitious goals, the kinds of things that radically change your future, the kinds of challenges that ask you to become the kind of person you've always been striving to become. That's a tall order, right? That's the highest of orders, right? It's the most difficult challenge is to be the highest and best version of yourself. And if the disruption you're looking for is one that could result in that, that's the greatest challenge there is and the greatest opportunity. What if in 2024, you got a little bit better every day? When you're learning a new language with my sponsor, Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Finally achieve your new language goal in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's convenient courses have helped me to learn real-life conversation skills in German, including ordering food and asking for directions without having to rely on language apps while traveling. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Now, here's a special limited-time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash 5am. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash 5am, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash 5am. Rules and restrictions may apply. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. You know you need protein to fuel results, but it's not easy when you're drinking the same bland chalky shake every day. Stop punishing yourself and get to GNC for the best protein in the game, including all the hottest brands and crave-worthy flavors that'll keep you coming back for more. We're talking protein that legit tastes like cookies, your favorite cereals, indulgent desserts, and more. So bust out of your protein rut and actually look forward to those shakes with unbeatable protein at unbeatable prices. Fuel your fitness with protein at GNC. I don't want to beat this this point to death, but I do want to make it very clear that disruption is ultimately a good thing. It is ultimately something that can result in massive successes. The process of disruption, experiencing what that is, is by its very nature going to be hard because we as people don't like change. Our brains don't like change. We like routine. We like rhythm. We like habits. The point of the episode this week is to create new systems and habits that are predictable and profitable. We want to get to a point where our normal daily rhythms produce the results we want. 
But to change to get there, the change required, that in and of itself will almost certainly bring about difficulty, hard days, challenging moments, a season of shifting in a way that's uncomfortable. And that discomfort is what ultimately leads to the growth you're looking for. Staying on a plateau and doing the exact same thing for a while is easy. Change, going from one level to the next, is by definition going to hurt a little bit. I love it. I think it's a lot of fun, but I also hate it because it's hard. And living in that, uh, that dichotomy, that paradox of both existing, both things are true, that's such a weird place to be. It's just, it, it's complicated, right? But that's what it is. And disruption gives you the opportunity to experience that kind of weird, bizarre paradox, but with one that results in positive change over time. Having said all of that, do you need one now? Do you need a disruption? Well, there's the yes and there's the no. Let's discuss the no first. No, you do not need a disruption if you are getting the results that you want from your life and work. No, if you are thrilled about your current place in life. No, if you can't imagine a better future than the one you are living at this very moment. No, if you are at peace, if you are content, if you are thriving and loving every minute of every day. If you're in that place now, I'm not sure why you'd want to change. If your life is that grand and that well pulled together, well, then enjoy it, right? That's a season of life where it's time to just soak up what's happening. However, I would argue that most of us would probably not identify with all those statements, at least in this very moment. You might say to yourself, well, that's fine. My life is good, but it can be better. My life is not really doing so well. I need to make some changes. So do you need a disruption now? Yes, if you want more. You want a lot more from the life you're living or your current systems are failing. Your results could be mediocre or poor. Or for me, especially recently, you know you can do better. You know you deserve more. Or even you know that the data supports a disruption or you know you'll be left behind if you don't change. Or you have a phenomenal new idea you want to pursue. You are curious about new possibilities. And yes, if you want to explore, go on an adventure to see what else can be true and successful in your life and your work. Once again, disruption is an opportunity. And if things in your life are difficult, if they are challenging, if you've been doing the same thing over and over again and getting the same results over and over again, and those results just aren't working, disruption is a phenomenal choice. Now, I want to pause before I discuss how to make this change by going back to the initial conversation about disruption itself being a sudden and surprising turn of events. Right? I defined it by saying that's what it is. It's a plot twist, a shakeup, a sudden move in a new direction. A big part of disruption is that immediate urgency. It is that sudden move. Right? It's a surprise in many cases if it was sprung upon you, like the job I worked at disappearing overnight. Right? That's a very common disruption. Now, what if the kind of change you're seeking is not that sudden? What if that's too abrupt, too quick? You don't want a plot twist. You don't want to shake things up in that way. That's going to be 
too much to handle. It's going to be potentially stressful, overwhelming, exhausting, and just lead to more negativity than positivity over time. I would argue what you're seeking then is long-term change. Long-term change, I would argue by definition, is not disruption. It's change, and that's good and healthy and and necessary, and long-term change is happening in all of us all the time. To be intentional about that change is phenomenal. That's the kind of goal achievement that I teach here on this show, right? You make a decision, you set out a goal, you pursue it, you go after it. But for most of us, it's going to be a fairly methodical, slow process to bring something about. But disruption doesn't give you that chance to go that slow. Disruption doesn't give you the wiggle room and the margin to say, I'm just going to go at this at my own pace. Disruption is demanding results now. This plot twist that just took place says, hey, buddy, you had a job yesterday and today you don't. Hey, you were healthy yesterday and today you got a bad diagnosis. You know, yesterday things were like this and they were okay. And today they're like this and they're not. What are you going to do about it? Now, disruption does not necessarily have to be that kind of negativity. But for most of us, that's what gets our attention. That's when we say, wait a minute, I had this going for me. I don't anymore. Something has to change. Either get back what I used to have or go somewhere totally new. Either one is going to require us to respond, hopefully in an intentional and productive way. So my intention here is to kind of separate the two between this immediate disrupting surprise plot twist versus long-term habit change. Both ultimately could have the same end result. One's just a lot faster than the other. Okay, so let's imagine that you decide, yes, Jeff, I'm in a place of life where I need disruption. I want disruption. I am begging for change because what's happening now isn't working. I'm going to blow up my life on purpose. Or I just recently experienced some real difficult news and I have to respond. I'm in the middle of a disruption now. So what do I do? How do I create a new system of predictable and profitable habits? How do I have a new rhythm that supports this new lifestyle with new and better results? Well, I'm glad you asked. I have seven steps here to break this process down. These are not necessarily difficult, but they are important. Each one has its own important place in this process. The first step is clarify your why. We want to specify as best we can with clarity exactly why you want or need a disruption if it's intentional or potentially exactly why this disruption just took place if it was involuntary. If it was forced upon you, it is oftentimes very helpful to fully understand the why of what just took place or if you're choosing it once again on purpose that you decide for yourself exactly the role this is going to play in your life or business. Why are we here? What got us to this point? It's important to understand that because that's the thing you're going to lean on in this entire process is how you got here. The story of what brought us to where we are will continue as we move forward and tell a new story. And to fully understand and have the awareness of that story really helps to keep you in a nice mental place. And speaking of the, the mental place to be in, the second step is to make a mental pivot. And this is a space that I've been in quite a bit recently. And that mental pivot is to acknowledge that the past is the past and your ongoing thoughts are going to be about the future. 
and specifically what you want and what you're after, not what went wrong before. This is a difficult one because it's so easy to get caught up in fear and regret and guilt and shame and blame and all of these things where we can look to the past of things that have happened and be upset about those things. You could be angry, you could be sad, you could be depressed, you could be violently just throwing, you know, tearing your hair out. There's lots of reasons to be upset about things that have not gone well. But in a disruption, we're asking the question, what's coming next? What is this pivot to happen? The pivot is to say, yes, we're going to acknowledge the things that were just terrible in some ways or not working well in whatever way. But then all the mentality shifts forward. Where are we going? What's the goal now? What's the opportunity in front of us? That's going to change everything about the conversation that goes on in your own brain, let alone with other people. When you focus on what you want and what you're after, then your actions and your habits and your results will follow. Which brings us to step three, which is to specifically define the new direction or finish line that you're after. So once again, whether this disruption happened voluntarily or involuntarily, you're going to have a new direction and a new finish line. There's going to be a new place to go. And we need to define with as much clarity as possible what that finish line looks like. This is a point that I have made before, but I feel like it just needs to be repeated so often because this is so critical for goals in general. If your goal is vague, you're never going to achieve it or be happy with where you go because a vague goal is impossible to achieve because you never know when you've gone there. You never know where the finish line is. It just floats around in the ether. If your goal is to be healthy, quote unquote, what does that mean? It has no value. Being healthy means nothing, nothing at all versus saying, I'm going to lose 25 pounds and run a half marathon by this date on the calendar. Bingo. There you go. That's a goal. That's a finish line, an actual finish line in this case, but that's what we're striving for. The clarity and direction to choose something very specific and get after it. Or I'm going to make X number of dollars in my business this year. I'm going to pursue this kind of graduate degree and I'm going to make sure that I've applied to all these different schools by this certain date. Like we're defining the direction. We're defining the finish line. And that sense of clarity gives you action steps and creativity. And all of a sudden, everything you're doing is moving somewhere. And then those past negative thoughts don't really matter anymore because we're not going there anymore mentally. We're not thinking about the past anymore. No, no, no. We have a new vision now, a new future, a new finish line. That's an opportunity right there. Fast forward to the end of 2024 and think about your goals. What can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding? If you want to learn a new language, you absolutely should check out my sponsor, Babbel. Finally achieve your new language goal in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, and studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. 
Babbel's convenient courses have helped me to learn real-life conversation skills in German, including ordering food and asking for directions, without having to rely on language apps while traveling. Now, here's a special limited-time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash 5am. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash 5am, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash 5am. Rules and restrictions may apply. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown with three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown. You get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at Wilmington and beaches Step four is then to reverse engineer the steps to get there. So the way that I do this is make an action list in reverse order of the steps to get from where you want to be, the finish line, back to where you are now, the starting line. This process is very methodical. This is the part of productivity I really enjoy because it makes everything so real and so practical. Because then all of a sudden you can say, well, my goal is this you know, 25-pound weight loss and half marathon goal in the next six months. Okay, well, what does it take to get there? What's my diet look like? What's my fitness plan look like? What do my daily habits look like? What will I do at noon tomorrow? What is the specific set of actions and habits that add up to this result? The action list is the thing that, that directs your action. It's the thing that says, here's the plan on paper. And if somebody were to ask you, what are you doing? You say this, here is the thing. This is what I'm after. Can you help me get there? In some cases, that's the best thing to do. You carry around a physical list of this is what I'm out to do. This is who I am now. This is where I'm going. So you reverse engineer the steps. You have them written down. And over time, of course, this list will evolve significantly as you learn more and improve it. But this is the starting block for all of the future success you're going for. Step number five is full immersion. This is something that I think a lot of people miss out on. There was a book that I read many years ago that I have forgotten the title of uh, at the moment, but it was one where the author made an argument that if you took any topic in the world and read the top five books on that topic, that you would know more about that topic than nearly everyone else on earth. Now, of course, he was being hyperbolic, but not really. It's actually pretty true. The average person, number one, doesn't read any books at all. Number two, they don't read nonfiction books to learn about things unless they're forced to in school. So therefore, if you're not in school and you voluntarily read five books, the five best books on a specific topic for an area of your life or business you're trying to improve, holy cow, imagine how much you're going to learn. Imagine how much you're going to just soak in and then have new ideas and action steps and possibilities to draw from. Years ago, I did a, a health plan or a health shift where I was digging into intermittent fasting. And I read the top five books on intermittent fasting and I learned a ton. It was incredible. I took this advice very seriously and I got to the point where I felt as though I could write the next book on fasting because I knew enough 
to to really to give a speech about it. I had enough information in my brain to say, I just learned a ton. I have action steps. I have ideas. I have daily plans. I know how this works. I, I get it very fully. Of course, you had to go live it out to get more information. But imagine if this was the case for you. Imagine if you surrounded yourself with opportunities to immerse yourself fully in the new direction. Yes, of course, reading books is one idea. You could also attend conferences, hire coaches, try new daily habits and strategies, listen to podcasts and audiobooks, like really dig into whatever this new direction is. You know, everything in your life would then point to here's where we're going and all of your activities just add up to this is who I am now. Full immersion will ask you to do that. It literally means I jumped in the deep end and here I am. Let's get this started. Disruption almost requires full immersion. It almost says this is it 100%. You don't necessarily have to do this step. I do feel as though full immersion is a bit optional. However, I think it has the most potential. I think it's the one that if you choose to do this, you will see that finish line faster than with any other possible strategy. This is the one that says, I jumped. I jumped in and there's no turning back. There's no plan B. I'm fully in. Step six is then to define the predictable rhythm of success. So this is the core of what we're trying to get to. The episode this week is about this rhythm, right? A system of predictable and profitable habits. Well, what does that mean? Well, rhythm is you get that same beat over and over again, this repeated action, this thing you do on a recurring basis. It's a routine. It's a habit. It's a system. They're all words that mean the same thing, which is in a sense, we're doing the same thing over and over again. So what does that look like then in the context that we're talking about? Well, if a disruption is asking you to do something wildly different and you've chosen that end result, what I have seen over time for most goals in most cases is there's going to be one or two key activities, one or two key habits that if repeated will bring about the most results. Uh, we'll use marathoning as a good example. If your goal is to run a marathon, the number one thing you need to do over and over and over again, this is not surprising, run run over and over again, many, many, many times for many, many, many miles. That's it. It's really that simple, right? You could be confused about the marathon training process, which is makes total sense because there are a lot of things to consider. But at the end of the day, it's actually very, very simple. Run over and over and over again for a long time until eventually you run as long as you want to run and then you're done, right? Most goals come down to a few key things that, if repeated, produce the results you want. This rhythm of success is nothing more than finding a new, probably boring thing to do a hundred times in a row, but gives you different results than the ones you've been getting because it's a new habit. It's a new system. And it's predictable because it's baked into your life. And if the habit, if the activity is baked in, so are the results. Because the results are going to come because you did the work that got there. The results will not show up if you do not do the work. The results will not be there if you just hope they'll show up. The results will never be what you want them to be if you don't grow into the kind of person who produces those kinds of results. This can be hard to hear, right? It's never fun 
to be told that that kind of change is required. It can be, I guess, if you're the kind of person who just loves change. Um, generally speaking, I think I am that kind of person until I'm forced to do something I don't want to do. And then I realize, nope, I'm just like everyone else, right? We get addicted to the same thing that we get. And change is going to be hard. I <laughs> use a good example of this. Literally just last night, my wife and I were on the couch about a half hour before our bedtime. And Tessa turned to me and said, you know, I'm just, I'm too tired to go to bed, right? I'm too exhausted to even get off the couch to go lay down in the bedroom. And it, it really dawned on me that that's what we're talking about. We get into this rhythm. We're stuck somewhere. In this case, both of us were kind of stuck on the couch and asking the question, well, if we want to get the result we want, which in this case was to go to bed, we have to give some effort to change our current status. Unless my plan was to sleep on the couch, which it wasn't. So change is required, right? This desire to, to shift out of that habit of we're always here. Well, if I want to be somewhere else, something's got to change. Effort has to be given. Disruption has to take place. When you define your predictable rhythm of success, what you are defining ultimately is just a couple of core boring habits that if repeated over time, produce the new amazing results that are possible from them. I use the word boring here because sometimes when you do the same thing a million times in a row, it can become boring. It doesn't have to be though. My example before of running isn't boring to me. I love to run. I think it's fantastic. It's a rare day in my life when a run is boring, right? That usually means I really have a bad day or bad season of life going on, but the running itself is usually fantastic. But if the change is going on in your business, if the change is more about your career or your finances or some other area, you may have a, a routine, systematic set of habits that are not exciting. They're not thrilling. But if they add up to the results that you want, well, that's your new life now. And to accept that as part of your new reality, that kind of change is an identity change, right? Who am I now? What kind of person am I? What will I do differently that I didn't do before? And how does my weekly schedule then reflect that kind of change? And once you've defined it, you know those two, let's say one or two core habits, and they're on your calendar, and you do them every day. It's predictable. It's profitable in that sense that you get the results you want, and it works over and over again. The final step, number seven, this is going to be I think for most of us, myself included, absolutely the hardest part. There's a book that I read a long time ago called Do the Hard Things First. I love that book because it's so difficult. <laughs> it's intentionally asking you to literally do the hardest things first. I mean, you could argue that that's what this podcast is asking you to do. The 5 a.m. miracle is potentially, if you take it this way, asking you to do something you don't want to do, to wake up early and do something, right? To move your body at 5 a.m. What I have seen is that when you prioritize the hard things first, or what I would even argue is the effective things first, those few things that make the biggest difference, and that is your priority up front. When you're willing to do that kind of work and execute on that kind of plan every single day, to do the things that need to get done first thing in the morning, it's life-changing. Absolutely life-changing. You will get results from that faster than nearly every other possible choice you could make. That idea before a full immersion, 
of being completely bought in, well, that starts the second you wake up. That full immersion idea means you wake up and bam, here we go. We are doing those hard things first. We are tackling those effective things right away. I'm willing to put in what it takes because this disruption is forcing me into this. So let's go because basically we have to and because we want the thing we're after, which of course is the focus. Once again, disruption, though challenging and though potentially could cause a lot of headaches, is ultimately an opportunity to ask the question, what do I get from this? Where am I headed that I am dying and so excited to experience? And then that becomes the vision. That opportunity is all we think about and work towards. And then we want to immerse ourselves in it. We want to read the top books on the topic. We want to do the hard things and the effective things because we know it gets us there faster. Imagine that kind of a life. Imagine the kind of life where you're willing to say yes to all those things. Life-changing. Hey, and for the action step this week. Oh, you guessed it. Disrupt your habits and begin again. The most effective solution to building a better system is to start over and do it better next time. Yes, that can be more work, but it's also a lot more profitable. If disruption is what you need, let the disruption begin. Make the changes that bring the results over and over again. Now, if you want to dig a little deeper into the world of productivity with some amazing online audio and video courses that are taught by me, go to jeffsanders.com courses. Also, subscribe to this podcast or get the premium ad-free version at 5ammiraclepremium.com. That's all I've got for you here on the 5AM Miracle Podcast this week. Until next time, you have the power to change your life, and the fun begins bright and early. Hey, it's Jeff Sanders, and I'm here to tell you about Greg McEwen and his amazing show, The Greg McEwen Podcast, part of the Yap Media Network. Want to achieve more by doing less, all while avoiding burnout? You can design a life that really matters with Greg McEwen, author of New York Times bestsellers, Effortless and Essentialism. His mission is to help you advocate and negotiate your way to remarkable results. Every Tuesday, Greg discusses one key topic he finds interesting and valuable through the lens of the essentialist. Every Thursday, he invites thought leaders, entrepreneurs, celebrities, and people like you for inspired weekly conversations focused on learning how to do what matters first and do less but better. His content will stir your thoughts and spark inspiration and action. And his British accents, well, that's just the cherry on top. Subscribe to the Greg McEwen podcast today on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform.